Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. We are like machines. Input, output output, input. I always say what you put out is always what you get back. And that is why when I work with people, I love starting with what energy and first impressions they are putting out. And of course, I always start with their wardrobe and body language because that usually determines who they are attracting. It's almost like thinking about it as marketing. When I first started doing makeovers, I don't know, a lot of you may not know this about me, but I actually went into people's homes a lot and I helped them clear out and organize their closet before we would go shopping with them. I called it my purge and splurge package. And although I don't do that that often anymore, it was really, really transformative. And um, I have to say, I learned a lot about people and, you know, there was something about clearing out the old to make room for the new that was so powerful. And sometimes, I mean, I remember looking in people's closets and I would learn more about them and help shift them than doing years of therapy as a therapist. And not only that, I realized that it was such a powerful exercise for people to get rid of old clothes that didn't fit and metaphorically things that didn't serve them. You know, understanding what people were getting attached to, why things were hard to let go of, how people saw themselves and what people thought they looked good in. And I'll never forget, I did um, a closet audit, as I used to call it, with a single woman whose closet was in complete disarray. I mean, it was filled with clutter and old clothes that didn't fit her. And in fact, a lot of the clothes were falling apart and they were way too big on her. And what was interesting is that her closet really reflected her love life. She was completely stuck in a rut, not dating at all. She felt really unattractive. And there was this underlying feeling that she wasn't good enough or pretty enough to attract a man. And she had very little dating experience, didn't know where to start. Everything was just daunting. And so, of course, we started with her closet by getting rid of a lot of the clothes. And let me tell you, it was not easy. (laughs) I mean, with her boxing gloves on, she fought me tooth and nail, telling me stories about each item and why everything was important. And she wanted to keep things that didn't fit her and, and, and was out of style. So I had to really come clean with her. And I said, look, your clothes are acting as your safety blanket, but at some point you got to get rid of the blankie. <laughs> you got to make room for the sexier clothes and, and that you know, you are good enough and that you are beautiful. And, but she needed to see it, to believe it so that she could become it. And I remember in that moment, her eyes kind of welded with tears and she was realizing her clothes were really keeping her stuck. And it was acting as an excuse also not to go out. And, you know, she would say constantly, oh, I have nothing to wear to go on that date. You know, I'll I'll wait till I get clothes. You know, again, it became a crutch. So I said, 
it's time to get dating clothes to attract those dates. You need to flip the switch. It's not the other way around. And that really hit her. And from that moment on, she became completely energized, like something kind of snapped. And she, you know, we started clearing out the old so she could make room for the new. We put on, you know, some of her sentimental clothes. And then I had her put it in a memory box. So that she didn't have to totally get rid of it, but that she could put it in the garage and she would create some space in her closet. And that would leave, you know, more room for the new clothes. And we got rid of a ton of clothes where by the end, the pile that was on her bed was way bigger than her closet. And what was left, we just kind of color coordinated. And now she was ready for new outfits and new love. And so we did go shopping. We did get her sexy new clothes that lifted her sexy confidence. And she started dating up a storm. And I'm happy to say this is years later. She now has a serious boyfriend. So if you want to attract and enjoy a lasting love relationship in your life, you know, focus your intent on expressing the energy of love. You attract what you are. So be aware of the quality of your personal energy and the surroundings at all times. Now, I help people with this, of course, working on people's style and first impressions, but there's also an amazing Chinese art. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of this called feng shui, which is also about energy. And that energy can help you create incredible breakthroughs and provide a space that will support and strengthen your energy. And that allows you to feel secure and happy and lovable. And with me today is an incredible guy who uses feng shui. I can't wait for you to hear him. He has these principles to unlock incredible breakthroughs in people's lives and can even help attract the perfect partner for you. He is a feng shui expert, consultant, and coach who works with high-performing clients, entrepreneurs, and celebrities to restore order to more than just spaces but to their entire lives. He began his career on Wall Street, which is so, like, it's interesting segue, turning to feng shui after a pivotal point in his life. He studied to learn how to transform spaces and generate the energy that breeds wealth, success, and change. Since then, he's helped thousands of clients, and his transformative work has been featured all over the place, LA Times, Inc.com, NBC, Bloomberg, The Learning Annex, TLC, HGTV, and now the Charisma Quotient, Ken Lauer. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much. <laughs> so good. And I had so much fun being on your show. Of course, you have a fabulous show. And on Facebook, and we were, you know, having such a good chat. And I realized, oh my gosh, there's so much synergy with what we do. That's right. Yeah, it was a good connection. It was crazy. Um, okay, so I have my first question is because you kind of tipped your hat in your bio. You said you turned to feng shui during a pivotal point in your life. So what was that? Yeah. So for me, what I have found is a lot of times when we start to experience distractions and disruptions, there is some type of life event that has created some type of trauma, drama, and stress. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, then other life events seem to stack on it. For me, my big life event was. I was mugged at gunpoint. Somebody stuck a gun in my face. They wanted my wallet. So for me, all of a sudden, I didn't feel comfortable literally walking down the street. I was afraid, hey, somebody's going to take my lunch money. And so I sp started to spend more and more time in my space. And then I just said, hey, well, what can I do to improve my confidence and certainty in the external world? 
And so mm -hmm. I started reviewing things and I'd do one thing and it'd tell me to do something and I'd read something else and tell me to do the exact opposite. So instead of reducing my anxiety, it actually provoked my anxiety. So for oh. me, I said, hey, let me figure out how to approach this from a place of common sense and results, not just from a place of let me put a crystal and feel better for, for a time, but what can I do to improve myself and get me back to being the superhero that I was? That is really interesting. And, you know, because I, I think a lot of people, they hear the word feng shui, people who are not, you know, in that world or know what it's about. And it sounds a little woo woo. And here you are, this Wall Street guy going to the feng shui. So like, how do you use it? And, you know, what are kind of the principles that you teach? You know, I don't know if there's like some core principles that you teach around it. Well, my perspective is a little different than, than other people out there in the marketplace. A mm -hmm. lot of times people associate feng shui, they'll translate it for you in the English language, which means wind and water, and it's about organization, and then they'll throw in somewhere around clutter or decluttering. And for me, it's about understanding how your space is mirroring what you're experiencing on a subconscious level. Hmm. You cannot hide from your space because it's a direct reflection of your current situation. And so for me, it's not about helping you have a clutter-free mind. It's about, or I mean, clutter-free space. It's about what do we need to do to help you have a clutter-free mind so that then you gain the confidence and certainty to take action and truly open up new possibilities and opportunities in your life. Oh, that's really interesting. So that's kind of like what happened, I guess, with my client with the closet, right? Like the clutter that was in her closet kind of was like in her mind, right? And I didn't know I was, not that I was doing feng shui at all, but but it's that concept is what you're saying. That's right. And a lot of yeah. times when we have those life events, then what happens is fear, self-doubt, and anxiety creep in. Mm -hmm. The moment that you start to experience that, then the moment that your brain and body starts to ask what ifs. And once that happens, then your brain and your body shut down and you stop before you even start. And that's when people procrastinate or they'll find reasons or stories or excuses. And my perspective is reasons are not results. It's just a story that or perspective that you're applying that's not supporting what you really want in your life. And so the hardest question I ask my clients is, at the end of the day, what do you really want? Because feng shui and some of these other things are just tools to help you shift into that transformation. And yeah. a lot of times people become more obsessed with the tools than the outcomes. And you got to flip it so that you're more obsessed with the outcomes than the tools. Oh my God, I love that. That was brilliant what you just said. It's so, so true. Yeah, because I mean, like with my client, she was thinking, oh, well, I can't go out because I don't have any clothes. It's like, no, if you have the clothes, you will go out, <laughs> you That's know, right. it's like, right, right. Well, okay. So how do you then use feng shui to, you know, help people get over their fears or create new stories? Yeah. So again, feng shui is just a tool. Here, mm -hmm. Here's my recipe. And actually I'll put it in, in common sense terms. Okay. The women that I work with or have been working with for the last 14 plus years, I truly believe are wonder woman. The challenge is they just kind of forgot where they parked their invisible jet. So my whole goal is to help you figure out where you parked it so you can take off and fly again. And so that really resonates with people because they realize, hey, you're right. I am Wonder Woman and I'm not being her now. 
So what do we need to do to help me figure out where's my invisible jet so I can take off and fly again? So Okay, but I need a yeah. gold cuffling with that. Just just FYI. That's right. That's right. <laughs> just to add a little sparkle to this whole vision. Okay, go ahead. So feng shui is a tool and here's the recipe. Like people make this really complicated and when you complicate things, you're not going to achieve the results that you desire. For me, simplicity equals longevity. The simpler you make it, the longer mm -hmm. you can sustain it and the easier it is to get the results. And so what we want to do is help a person get back to their true self. Like that's it. That's the recipe in the formula. The moment that you do that is the moment that the world starts to open up to you. The challenge is it's, it's difficult to access that subconscious mind and all the patterns, programs, habits, feelings, behaviors that are filtered and are, they're keeping you stuck. So mm. for me, it's like looking into somebody's subconscious mind, which represents 86 to 88% of your brain. And understanding, hey, here's exactly what you're experiencing, but they're not able to communicate or articulate because we as humans can't see our own blind spots. And so then I can tell them, here's the story that your space is telling. And if that story is great, fine, let's figure out how we optimize and accelerate it. But if it's not the story that you truly want to experience, then maybe we can do some shifts and some changes to help you take that next simple step. And when that happens, the world again begins to open up because they start to feel more confident. They start to do something. And when they do something, they feel better. And when they feel better, they want to do more of it. And now we have momentum and action, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. And it, it completely makes sense because I feel like when I dress people, it, it's similar to that, you know? Um, okay, so then like, what would be something you would do then to help people create that, like in the home? Like, let's say there was somebody looking for love, right? And yep. attracting the right partner, say, like, how, how would, you know, kind of walk us through how you would help shift that? So here's, here's a simple perspective. And this okay. is a really good and easy one for everyone to do. And here's the concept. In feng shui, there's something called the bagua. And the bagua represents certain areas of your life correlate with certain areas of your home or your bedroom. So here's what I suggest doing. Stand in your bedroom, in the doorway, looking into your bedroom. Now, the back right corner is associated with the relationship area and the marriage area. And all I want you to do is take a photo and look at it. Because a lot of times we're not able to see the blind spots or we're not able to gain that different perspective. The moment you take a picture of something is the moment all of a sudden that all the emotions come in and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that's the story it's telling. I can't believe I left all those clothes there or the, you know, the exercise equipment is in my love life and that's explains oh, yeah, love why everything is a workout and, or, you know, whatever that story is being told. So that's your first clue in gaining awareness into your current situation regarding your relationships or your existing relationships, your marriage, or the ability to attract somebody that you care for. It's awesome. You know, I, I, when I do virtual makeovers or makeovers, you know, I make people take pictures of themselves in their current clothes. Hmm. 
And it is, it's so powerful because people like what you see in the mirror or what you see in front of you is often different than what other people see. So like what you were saying, it's perspective, right? That's right. And there, I mean, but a picture doesn't lie, you know, a picture's right there in front of you and it is, it, it does have a different context. So, okay. I love that. All right. So you first kind of look at that corner in the room, you take the picture, then what happens? Yeah. So that starts to tell you a clue. Okay. And then all of a sudden people are like, well, Absolutely not. That's not the story that I want to be telling. You know, I had a client a while back and she was in a relationship, but she felt like more like a babysitter. And so we looked at that relationship area in her bedroom. And sure enough, she had a picture, a piece of art where this strong, confident woman. And then there was this little boy, you know, it wasn't necessarily a baby or anything, but it was a little boy. And it was a direct reflection and correlation of what she was experiencing in her relationship. And so it always stuck with her because that's exactly what she was feeling in her relationship. And she realized that's not what I really want. And so then we started to, to change that. And obviously she didn't want that story being told or to experience that situation. So Did you put a picture it. of Fabio <laughs> 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 on a white horse riding in the sunset? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, with, after that, then she found her, her version of Fabio, right? Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. 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 Oh, so funny. again, it's about understanding the story and understanding, does that story that's being told correlate with what you really want? And if it's mm -hmm. not, then what are simple things that you can begin to do? Instinctively, people know what they want. But the challenge is because of those life events or trauma, drama and stress, or that anxiety, fear or self-doubt, they'll start searching for other answers. And in feng shui, mm -hmm. there are tons of different approaches and next thing you know, they're putting, you know, Mandarin ducks, crystals all over, they're putting, <laughs> right. you know, coins, like all of these trinkets, lucky charms and superstitions. And the challenge with that is it moves you further away from your true self, because now all of a sudden you're decorating like you're trying to decorate a souvenir shop in Chinatown. Oh my God. And every time For you sure. see your relationship area, sometimes even like a vision board. You see it after a while and then you ask yourself, well, why isn't that happening to me? Why am I having challenges? And instead of operating from confidence and certainty, again, it pushes you further in fear and self-doubt and anxiety. And then guess what? You double down and you start putting more trinkets and now you have a shrine in your relationship corner. When in the reality is all you want is a true partnership, physically, mm -hmm. mentally, spiritually, emotionally, financially. And here's the secret again, all we have to do is help you raise your vibration and frequency. And this gets into a little bit of new age, but that is the, the fact. The moment that I can help a person raise the vibration and frequency, then something happens. And I'd love to share that with you if yes. that's okay. Yes, yes, please. So here's what people don't believe me until it happens to them. And it's mm -hmm. a recipe and a formula. It happens every single time. The moment that you start to get back in connection with your true self and you raise your vibration and frequency, all of the X's come out of the woodwork. It's literally like ringing the dinner bell. They all come running. Now, here's what I want you to think about. The attention and the attraction is nice. Like mm -hmm. it feels good and we like that. But if you go down that path and you allow yourself to be distracted and disrupted, it's only a matter of time before you go, oh, right, this is why we weren't together to begin with. 100%. Yeah. And the only thing that's changed is weeks, months, or years. And now all of a sudden you're starting over again. But here's what I want you to think about. You want to view that as a milestone. 
And it's a sign on your path that just says, I'm on the right path and it's working. If you can get beyond that distraction and that disruption, then your partner that's perfect for you comes into your life. I love that. That's so cool. Okay. So, you know, it's funny, as you were talking, I was thinking about this woman that I worked with. This it's it's actually kind of funny and she laughs about it now. She didn't have a lot of experience, you know, with just dating in general. And so like the formative years where we all as teenagers, well, I mean, I can date myself right now where I had like Sean Cassidy up on the wall, you know, Mm -hmm. where I was (laughs) going through that phase as a teenager and being obsessed and all that kind of thing. She never had. So she was getting obsessed with these like really cute, hot guys, but they were so bad for her. And she kept going back to them, but she was obsessed with the idea of it. It was like, kind of like what you were talking about the shrine. And I mean, she would even have like, she would go on social media and she would obsess and like, look at all their pictures. And it was the fantasy of it rather than the reality of it that, you know, she was getting connected to. So like, gosh, I wish I knew you back then because that would have been so powerful for her to shift from that to what you're talking about. And and here's the concept that we can apply for everyone listening here is when that experience happens, again, there's some type of fear, self-doubt and anxiety or some type of trauma, drama and stress. And so what we're Mm -hmm. doing is we're trying to create a false reality. And what we have to do is really get back to the facts. The most powerful woman in the room is the woman that has nothing to hide. Mm -hmm. Meaning the woman that you walk into and you're like, oh my gosh, that person is so authentic and so real. You are drawn to that person. The moment that we start to create a false reality is the moment that we start to become needy. And this Mm -hmm. happens in relationships a lot. All of a sudden, the person starts to pull away because their energy shifts. And then instead of pulling back and saying, hey, I got to put my oxygen mask on first. No, they keep feeding and trying to stoke the fire. The reality is the fire is already gone. They have to return the vibration frequency to themselves. And then that attraction and that attention comes back to them. But when you're focused on everybody else first, it's only a matter of time before you lack oxygen, and you don't actually get the results. And so if you're having challenges or disruptions in your relationship, think about what can you do to raise your vibration and frequency? And if I can, I'll share just a couple of simple things around that. I was just going to ask you that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times, again, vibration, frequency, new Mm -hmm. age stuff, what does that mean? Well, again, it's got to be common sense. So the simple thing is, When was the last time that you did something for yourself that made you feel wealthy and abundant? That's not correlated with the amount of money that you spend. Mm. So for me, I have, I have understood that a couple of things make me feel wealthy. Eucalyptus shower gel in the morning. It makes me feel great. So I will spend the extra $5 on some beautiful brand because when I shower in the morning, smelling that eucalyptus, I'm like, woo, let's go. And I show up differently and throughout my day. So what I want your audience to understand is where in your life are you penny pinching or not deserving or not giving yourself permission to truly welcome that vibration and that frequency of feeling good? 
Because mm-hmm. when we've had challenges, we don't give ourselves permission. And for a lot of people, a couple red flags, their social life implodes. And all of a sudden, they stop having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I see that all the time. And you know what I love what you're saying too, is it's helping people focus on them rather than shape-shifting or conforming or obsessing on something outside of themselves to get validated. And that's what we're really talking about here. Right. And so, you know, using these tools as and I, I, I say all the time, you know, it's your turn to get a little selfish. You know, what is it that makes you tick? And and I think, you know, when you were saying about the vibration, it, it reminds me of people not understanding what the word vulnerability and authenticity is. But this is really, truly it, right? And then that's when I think relationships, then you attract more of that authentic relationship, right? That's right. And the, the challenge is these days, when you ask somebody, how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. They will instantly go into some actions or some story. Yeah, they actually don't acknowledge what a feeling is or aren't able to articulate it because, again, they're not willing to go there. They're not willing to peel back the layers. And if they do, instantly, what happens is they pick themselves up. But yeah, things are actually pretty good. They're not that bad. Right. <laughs> right. And again, right. they're creating that false reality because it's scary to peel back the layers. Mm-hmm. But the hidden gems are beneath those layers when you peel them back and you get start getting real and you start getting raw and you start owning who you are and where you actually want to go. Yeah. That's awesome. I wanted to ask you just, you know, some feng shui tips too around all of this, especially when it comes to attracting the right partner. Are there tips for creating a positive love environment? Absolutely. So first of all, if somebody is recommending some lucky charm or trinket, run the other way. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because that is going to push you into more fear, self-doubt, and anxiety and empty your bank account. Or a poster of Fabio. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so don't fall into the feng shui myths of all of these challenges. And what I want you to think about with your space is what do you really want to experience within your bedroom? The bedrooms mm. is all about two things, and they both start with the letter S. Sleep, and then I'll let you figure out the other one. Sex. Can we there just say it? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yes. And so yeah. what you want is you want a supportive, relaxed ability and environment to communicate and to re- rest and restore. When you do that, again, you open up in your relationship. If you're anxious or you're scared or you're you have anxiety or stress, you're not in the mood. Not only that, but you're, you're promoting that to within your partner. And then now you're snipping each other. I had a client a while back and she was having problems in her marriage and it just wasn't working. And so we started to look at her environment and we started to help her get her spark back. And then all of a sudden we start to look at the actions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to get your spark back. And then you have to get into daily power, which is what are the patterns, programs, and behaviors that are going to support what you really want. And in feng shui, the number one thing that people come to me for is they want to make more money. And really what that means is they just want to have a bigger impact and make a bigger difference and be more aligned with their true purpose. And then number two is find love or improve an existing relationship. And so this client was having challenges. And next thing you know, we altered their space Mm -hmm. so that it was no longer in conflict 
like example, in their bedroom, like all of a sudden they had TVs, they had dead plants, all of these oh things telling a story where it's not conducive to communication, but actual isolation. Next thing you know, she called me up. She's like, I don't know what you've done, but my husband is singing your praises and we've been chasing each other around our home like teenagers. Oh, and that's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so what I want you to look at is even just starting, you don't want to add like all of this fire and try to feel like all of a sudden I have to be on 24 seven. Your bedroom's not there to be on. It is not something that you need to experience like Las Vegas with mirrors on the ceiling or some like wild party place. <laughs> That's not it. The reality is we got to just get you back to your true self. And then the, the attraction happens organically. And so what I want you to look at is in your bedroom, where are things represented that are dead, dying, or not, there's no life energy associated with them. So example, uh, you know, dead plants or decorative stalks or things like that. Mm -hmm. And what can we do to make it start to feel like spring and summer rather than fall and winter? So that's a step or that's a technique to begin to add some life into your bedroom. And as a result, how that translates into your life. Oh, I like that. How you put life into the bedroom. Yeah, that's so cool. Wait, so are there certain, I mean, you mentioned the dead plants, but is there clutter that can block love, like literally? Yeah. So again, for me, it's not about a clutter-free space. It's Uh about what do we need to do out of all of the things to help you get a clutter-free mind. And the challenge is there are things that are in your space now that you've probably been procrastinating on for a long time. And so a lot of times I don't suggest tackling those right out of the gate. Because if I told you to do that, maybe you get it done in six months. And then it's just suffering and pain. So we have to begin to understand, hey, when I do something, I want to feel better and I want to get the win. So you have Mm -hmm. to start out small. And maybe it's just literally shifting the, you know, a dresser around, or, you know, if you have a mirror that's all fragmented, it tells me that your communication is off and you're out of alignment with how you articulate or communicate within your relationships, or that you're feeling very fragmented conflict. Like one minute you love the person, the next minute you hate the person and you can't figure out which side of the fence you want to be on. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, I love this stuff. Okay. Colors. Are there certain colors that work for attracting the one? There are. So you're in the colors. You know, yes. And you're you're very familiar with the power of the red dress. Yes, right? I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So red is a very high vibration color. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times if a person is looking for more recognition or attention, then obviously we can introduce red into their wardrobe or even an accessory. You know, a lot of times when I'm having fun, I will wear deep red socks with like a dark outfit. And oh, all I of a sudden it. people are be like, whoa, yeah. what's, what's the spark? Like they're trying to figure out what's going on here. And so you can a- accentuate that. Now, sometimes things are so red, they're purple. And purple is associated with royalty. And it actually, this summer, I finally figured it out. I knew royalty and purple were associated with each other, but now I understand why. And in ancient times, the only way to create the color purple was actually to destroy snails. What? Yes. So you had to actually destroy like thousands and thousands of snails just to create a purple garment. 
And that's why royalty was associated with purple because you had to have a staff and resources to have somebody focus on the destruction of snails to get this ink. And then at some point they figured out how to produce that pigment without destroying snails. And so that's why purple is associated with it. And it's considered royalty and something so red it's purple. And that again is another color that increases your vibration and frequency and attractiveness. That is so interesting. Okay. So now more of a personal question. Like, have you used these techniques in your own home and with your love life? Absolutely. So right now you're not able to see, but right now, because I had a a session with a client this morning and I wanted to raise the vibration and frequency. Uh So right now I have this pinkish peach shirt that's complete, you know, custom made, tailored. And then it has, yeah. And then it has purple light pinstripes in it. And so for me, that was like, Hey, how do I electrify this conversation and get this person into action? So I chose what I wore specifically to help with that. Now in my relationship, absolutely. There are other times where I'm like, Oh, I want to wear a peach shirt to increase the attraction that my wife has for me. And so when a person is looking to get married and they want to start talking colors, I say, do you want to marry or do you want to marry well off? Mm-hmm. And so if you want to marry and improve a relationship, you can incorporate the colors of pink. If you want to truly attract somebody and, and be well off, then you want to incorporate peach blossom luck and you're incorporating colors of peach. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, well, and, and the psychology of color is so powerful in so many ways, like how, you know, in business and if you're speaking, you know, there's different messages that come through for that. So this right. is awesome. Yeah. Well, Ken, thank you so much for sharing all these juicy tips and everything. Do you have any like parting words of wisdom that you want to share? And just as we're talking about all this in ways of attracting love and getting over fears. So for me, it's not, when I'm working with a client, it's not a question of if, Mm. it's a question of when. And the whole recipe is, again, what do you need to do to put your own oxygen mask on first so that then you can be of better service to others second? Most of the time, people are walking around completely drained and lacking oxygen. Mm -hmm. And so instinctively, the people that are listening right now, you know what you could, should, or need, or must do, but you're not doing it. And so what I want you to do is don't worry about step 800. Don't worry about, you know, figuring out what house you're going to live when you get married and you have kids. Just take that next simple step. And then it's about what I call following the chi. So if somebody's coming to you, you don't have to be the yes person. But what I want you to understand is just take the next simple step. Just have that conversation and then see where it leads and then get out of your own way and keep moving forward and just take that next simple step. And then you get to a place where you can make an educated decision, but all too often people will stop before they start. And so a simple thing is, again, look at the relationship area of your bedroom, stand in the doorway of your bedroom, looking in and look in the back right corner and understand and ask yourself, is that the story that I want to be experiencing? And if not, what can I do adding a living plant or changing that story to truly improve the way that I experience my life? I love that. It is. It's so, it's so true. And I say that too. It's the small wins that add up to the bigger success. And so such powerful words. Where can everyone find you, Ken? 
The best way is kenlauer.com, spelled K-E-N-L-A-U-H-E-R.com. And that's where I provide a free ebook if somebody's looking to learn more about feng shui and what they can do to call in the partner that's perfect for them or help deepen the connections in their existing relationship, then there are a lot of good uh, tips in there for the free ebook. I also have a masterclass where you can join me for a webinar where we start talking specifics around the principles and what you need to do to raise your vibration and frequency. And then you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram and all those. And that's where I'm sharing and engaging on a daily basis with my community. That's awesome. And I know that masterclass is great. And I'll post that in the show notes as well. So people can join. So this has been great. Thanks for coming on. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. And I truly appreciate, you know, what you're doing and how you're helping others experience life in a new and exciting way. Yeah. I mean, one of these days we're going to feng shui and do makeovers on people and like a one-two punch. Like, wouldn't that be fun if we did like a whole, like, makeover I am, you know, show or series. I don't know. I am ready. I'm feeling something here. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Well, again, thanks for joining me today. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And I have a special gift for you today in light of what we've been talking about, decluttering your life, your mind, having breakthroughs. I have a free wardrobe guide that I am gifting you all after this special episode, and it's going to teach you how to declutter your closet, put together outfits that work for you, and create a makeover shopping plan. And second, sign up for a free breakthrough call with me so I can help you clear the clutter in your mind and make room for changes in your love life. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. 